Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Unconventional Career Coach Podcast. Today, I am bringing you the beautiful story of Reem, one of my first clients who made a really, really brave career pivot from being a software engineer at a huge company where she's worked for seven years to making a shift to a startup where she feels so much happier, but what took quite a bit of work to get to the point to feel good about making that somewhat riskier decision. And I'm so glad that you're here with me, Reem. Before we dive into the conversation, if you've been listening to the podcast or if you're new, it's so nice to have you here. My name is Marcia. I'm the unconventional career coach, and I help people pivot their careers so that they feel like Mondays are Fridays and Fridays are Mondays, and it's all the same. And we feel fulfilled and free and independent in the work that we do. Now, there are two ways to work with me currently. If you are in a place where you want to make a career shift, but you are not quite sure where that's going to lead you to, you have some of the puzzle pieces, but you just can't seem to piece them together you don't know what to look for on Indeed, you're kind of in this mental fog, but you know it's time for a career change. I have a beautiful coaching program called The Pivot Plan, which is starting in February on its second cohort. And it is perfect for you if that resonated with what's happening in your life right now. I have put a link to read more about the program and join the early bird waitlist in the show notes. So check that out if this sounds like you. Now, if you have decided you want to make a career change or you've already made one and you want to go into entrepreneurship, which a lot of my clients end up doing, I have a one-on-one coaching program for you that is designed to help you create the foundation of your business so it fits you. Instead of following all these Instagram gurus And following every single piece of advice that you see on LinkedIn on how to be an entrepreneur or how to start your startup or how to found your business, I'm not going to tell you what to do. In our one-on-one coaching program, I'm going to help you find the answers to how you want to run your business so that you can lay this foundation and have a long-term, sustainable, profitable, enjoyable business. So if you are in the first year of your business, you've just started it, check out the link in the show notes to schedule a call with me and see if this is the right program for you to get the support that you long for. All right, Reem, welcome. Please tell us more about you. Thank you for the introduction. Uh, Yeah, so I'm Reem. I'm originally from Syria, but I've been living in Austria for 10 years. So I'm Austrian now. And I work as a software engineer. Uh, I've been in the tech industry for so many years, like as an employee more than 10 years, um, as a software engineer for more than seven years. And um, yeah, I'm here today to talk about uh, my career, how I changed jobs, especially the last one that I did this year and uh, where we work together and how um, this changed my career or at least not my career, but yeah, made me happier. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's so um, beautiful to see the work that we've done months and months ago is still coming up every week because Reem is very active in my Slack community where all my clients come together and 
It's so good to see you every week celebrating your wins, talking to your managers about wanting to get promoted or to take a certain role and not being afraid to speak up and let your voice be heard. And I know that that was very different when you came to me to talk about, I don't know what to do. I might want to work with you, Marcia. I'm going through all these things. Can you tell us a bit more about what your career and life was like before we started working together, before you started your coaching journey? Yeah, so um, I was, um, I became a mom almost a year or more, one and a half years before we started uh, our coaching journey. So I was um, newly coming mom from maternity leave, coming back to work. And this was uh, very different than uh, being an, an engineer full-time an uh, engineer so being a mom and trying to balance between career and uh, this role was very exhausting and um, also I was not able to do a full-time job so I was only part-time and this made a huge difference and made it um, just feel very overwhelming so I was in general in a very um, uncertain situation I was not sure where I am in my uh, my job I was not um having the um the power that i had before I, I was not in control and was not so happy anymore with what i was doing and i was uh, scrolling one day in linkedin and i saw some tips from you about in general how to be more confident how to talk to colleagues how um general things where i felt like oh maybe i really need this because um i obviously had some conflicts at work and i was not able to solve them and i felt like oh i Okay, I really need to find a way. How can I bring my ideas? How can I talk to others? Um, and then we had this uh, one-time talk uh, where I felt we immediately clicked. So we immediately could understand each other. You could uh, understand what I really needed. Um, so that was very, um, very helping for me to uh, to understand what I really want in my career, how can I uh, improve, what things can help me to move forward because I, was, I felt I was stuck in a place, um, not sure how to get out of it. So, yeah. Yeah, thank you for, for sharing that so openly with everyone because I know that so many people who listen to the podcast are going through similar experiences where... They feel either stuck or like their voice is not being heard at work. They're bringing up ideas. They're not being taken seriously. I know I hear a lot, a lot of feedback from women who feel like they're not being heard at work. And I know this was quite a big thing in our sessions as well, right? You had fantastic ideas. You are whip smart. And there was not a lot of attention or awareness around what you were bringing to the company. Can you share a little bit more about that, what that was like for you? Yeah, so uh, the company has grown so much while I was on maternity leave. And when I came, um, there were so many people, so many uh, levels of uh, hierarchy and managers of managers. And uh, it was very difficult to make an impact or to help in a decision or decide something that I used to do in the past. And that was um, very frustrating because you feel you're just a very tiny person in a, in a huge company where, yeah, 
you don't have uh, so much uh, impact there. So um, I was trying to uh, to get out of that or how I, I thought I can talk better or find a way with communication. Um, but when we talked, we, we discovered that it's not really about talking to others. It's um, It was m many other things that I was longing for that were not possible there anymore. So um, yeah, that, that what helped me to really realize what I wanted and what, what would have fit my need at that time. Yeah. And this is something that that is very normal, right? We we often think we are the problem. It's, oh, yeah. I should just learn how to be more confident. I should just learn how to communicate better. I should learn how to speak to my boss and speak up in meetings. And of course, those are really good things to learn. And there's, oh, those are amazing skills to have. Um, and at the same time, some things might not have to do with you. And I think that was quite eye-opening when we realized that in your situation it wasn't necessarily you who needed to change for you to feel more fulfilled in your work you learned so many new things you became such a more confident communicator in the process and we realized this job is just not ticking the boxes it's really not right and um, yeah. what were some of those boxes that weren't being ticked in that job? Um, yeah, so for me, I think we, we talked a bit about my, uh, career path, my dream job. Um, so more on the long-term, uh, goal that I want to achieve in my, my career. And when we talked about that and we really clarified it, um, I was in a way that I felt this will not lead me to my uh, future goal. So the career that I want to reach in the future is going in a different direction in where I was going right now. And if I keep in this place, even though it's an amazing place, a very great company with best benefits you can get, awesome office, amazing culture, all the benefits you can dream of. Um, but this was not taking me where I wanted. I wanted to um, to have different experience. I wanted to learn more. I wanted to have my hands on, on different technologies. I want to uh, see something else. So it has nothing to do with, with the company. It had nothing to do uh, with the people around me. It, had, it was just, I had curiosity that was not satisfied in that place. Um, so we worked together on finding where would I be happy what would be the ideal place where I can work um, and have the joy so that I can wake up in the morning and feel like, oh, I can now today solve this problem. I can be happy here because I was reaching a very depressive state where I was like, oh my God, another day, another work day. Uh, it was very difficult. Like I even sometimes staring at the screen, I was like not able to work. I was just feeling so stuck somewhere so i needed really to get out to um to get a different opinion to talk to somebody to to help me uh, shift a bit my thinking start thinking in a way to see solutions and to see hope or to see uh different ways to to get from this being stuck state um yeah, yeah. and that's a really important point that 
your long-term vision did not match up with what you were doing here. And what you were doing in that job was not taking you to your long-term vision. But when you are in a job like that, feeling the way you just described, which to me, I, I can feel that already in my chest, feeling just the tension of waking up and thinking, oh God, I have to sit behind this laptop again for eight hours doing something that I don't like. And in your case, and in a lot of cases for people who are very smart, very ambitious, are just not challenged enough. So it's like, I'm just going to sit there and I have all this drive to solve the wicked problems of the world. And here I am doing some stupid little task. When you are in that headspace, it's incredibly different, difficult to think of the long-term vision. If you could yeah. wave a magic wand, what would your career look like? Well, when you're in that headspace, you're like, uh, pff, uh, no career. I'll sit on the couch and sleep for three days. Uh, like, yeah, exactly. That sounds better. <laughs> um, so, you know, getting you from that really stuck and stagnant feeling to a more open-minded space that was, I'm so glad I was able to support you and facilitate you through that so that you could see, ooh, what what could be so you can thrive and not just survive in this this role that really wasn't what would bring you joy. And yeah. then you started playing with the idea of a pivot, right? It wasn't an immediate like, okay, I'm going to go for this startup. I'm going to go do the sort of riskier thing. So how did that happen? Was it a slow process or did you one day wake up and thought, okay, I've dabbled with some interviews. Now I'm going to really go for this startup. Um, no, it's definitely not like that. So it was, uh, we first uh, worked on the clarifying the long-term goal based on what I am good at, what I really like. And more was, uh, there were people that did uh, great jobs and had, um, great roles and it was like this is exactly where i want to be in five years or this is exactly the role i want to be um or this is the kind of things i want to be doing and uh, uh, yeah when realizing that uh, the position i had was not uh, taking me in that direction um, i tried different things so i tried talking within the company uh, of changing roles tried to take different responsibilities i tried to apply to companies i tried all kind of uh, different companies and i think i did over 44 uh, application so i did a lot of interviews a lot of rejections um it took almost six months until um I found something, so it was not overnight. It took a lot of effort, a lot of strength, a lot of trying, but this process really taught me about myself, about what I'm good in, what is, uh, how does the, the company that I like to work in look like? Because I did interviews where I thought, oh, the job is great. Uh, but when I knew more about the company or talked to the people, I was like, oh no. Definitely not. Um, so this kind of, uh, let's say, smaller uh, try and error uh, taught me a lot about myself, about uh, the ideal work that I want. And then I knew more on the next interview, okay, what should I ask for? Uh, what are things that are definitely important for the job I want to do? Because I don't want to um, be doing the same mistake again or be stuck in the same place again. So um 
took me a while to really figure out uh, what I wanted. And um, after a while, um, after many, many interviews and rejections, and I think you were with me in these uh, processes of processing the rejection, um, uh, I found a job where it felt like, okay, this has everything that I want, uh, all the things that are okay for me. This has opportunity for learning, for growing, for, um, yeah, for, for doing what I like. And um, I was not 100% sure. And I think we also had a session where we talked about it uh, because at the same time, I got a very great offer from the, my existing company uh, to try out different positions within the company. Um, but I was like, oh no, do I really want this? There were other things that uh, I felt like, no, I would rather go somewhere else and really experience this kind of seeing the outside world, seeing something new. Uh, because, yeah, I wanted to try something new. I felt like I really need to get out and this will not happen if I stay, even though if I change the team or change the people I work with or tasks, as I felt I need the bigger change. I need something. It was risky, but um, I have to say now it was definitely worth it. Mm, I'm so, so glad to hear that. And I see it every week. I hear it every week, how good this company is for you and how good this pivot has been for you. And I think there are many, many areas where you've grown so much in our time together. And one of them is definitely interviews. You've gotten so good at being interviewed. Um, you know which questions to ask. You know how to ask questions so that you get a truthful answer and not, oh, yes, we do really care about uh, taking your holidays. Yeah, of course, <laughs> they're going to say that. Everyone's going to say that. Um, and you got really good at getting to the bottom of that. Another thing I know you've gotten really good at is um, making these big decisions. So I remember the first couple of sessions, there was a lot of, which is every single client that comes to me, oh, what should I do? I don't know. Please tell me, Marcia, what should I do? And and I always smile and I always say, I'm not going to do that. I know you really want that, but it's not in the end going to be helpful if I tell you, yes, you should quit or yes, you should stay because I'm not you. And what you got really, really good at is feeling and thinking your way towards the decision. So using your super strong, rational brain, okay, what would be a good solution for me? What would be a good option for me? But also trusting your gut feeling and is this a company that I would like to work for? I think you even rejected a couple too because it wasn't yeah. a good fit for you. Now, that shows so much strength and confidence to say, hey, thank you. You gave me a great offer, but it's not good enough for me or it's not right for me. And being able to make that decision at the end of like, okay, I got this great offer for my current company. Like you said, the benefits, the security, you know everyone, you know how everything works. You've been there for seven years. And to still say, I'm trusting my gut feeling on this one. I'm trusting my brain on this one. And I'm making the decision to go for the riskier option. And there was nothing for you listening. There was nothing for my input in there. That 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 was all Reem. And it's so awesome to hear you say that it was such a good decision because I know that wasn't easy. 
Yeah, definitely. So it was what you helped was mainly to clarify my ideas and to sort out what are the benefits, what are the things that I'm losing. So, uh, so one of the questions you always ask, what what are you losing if you don't do this? So it's like, hmm, okay, that's that's really clarifies actually what I'm I'm uh, giving up for such a job or not. And uh, yeah, it's trade-offs that I weighed and was like, um, I would try it because um, the the excitement that I had and this uh, um, kind of uh, eager to learn something new, the curiosity, the the things that I've also later learned that was like, wow, it's a completely different perspective. It shows you, teaches you a lot. I learned in, the, in this year, much more than what I've learned the past seven years. So it's it was very uh, very eye opening experience because you see the world in a different way. You're out of this uh, daily routine, out of things that you you've always done the same. You start to appreciate things that maybe were in the previous company you didn't know that were actually great because you thought, oh, this is uh, this is a standard thing, but it's actually not. Uh, so mm -hmm. you start to really appreciate different things you start to experience with different things you're yeah the experience is definitely what I've learned now um is much more than than staying in the same job over and over again for for decades so mm -hmm. um it's definitely yeah. great yeah that's really good to hear and it's you know I, I think a lot of people think about this when they're kind of navigating the thoughts of making a career pivot like oh I have a family to feed I have a house to pay for I have all these things um, that you know rely on me and my income and I'm currently at a stable job and the question usually is like how I always ask how how bad is it you know is it yeah. is it is it bad enough to come to me but not bad enough to make the change like are you comfortable in the discomfort because it does give you, you know, the security, but at what mm. cost? And to see you and the change that you have made, um, I know you went on workations with your uh, with your husband and your baby, and you went to go to Italy and work there and eat spaghetti. That wasn't a thing before. I know you went yeah. on a trip uh, by train all the way by yourself to go to a networking event and. Um, all these things I can imagine enhance so much your quality of life and your enjoyment and your fulfillment in your career, which is a huge part of your life, right? We spend so much time yeah. working that I'm just really glad that you felt that bravery in that moment to say, okay, I'm going to choose me now. I'm going to choose me. I'm going to take the gamble. And you did it. At the same time, I was uh, talking to a friend, a really dear friend, who was also planning to leave uh, his job. Um, but he was always afraid because he was saying, oh, what if the other company is worse than this one? What if the people are even worse than here? The people are really afraid that what's out there might be even worse than what they have in the current time. But I'm like... Um, you don't need to think this negative. Why do you always uh, have pessimistic uh, view? Um, just try it. I mean, it, it cannot be so bad. And even if it's bad, uh, you can work on improving it. So 
there have been things that I've seen in the new company that were worse than my previous one, but I worked to change. So if I could, I was telling them, hey, this could be better. This could be improved this way. So you can be the one who, to help to improve things such difficult people or difficult decisions or some situations, unpleasant situations, you learn this so next time you're more comfortable with it, you're more uh, experienced, you broaden your horizon. And Yeah, and every company is going to have um, certain things that you don't really like, right? And every career path is going to have that. My job has things that I'm not like a super fan of. Um, there are certain things that I actually also really don't like, like Instagram, for example, or uh, sometimes the, the whole thing of social media, needing to market on social media. Like I sometimes really don't like that. But you have to make a conscious decision on what is non-negotiable for you and what you're okay with to put up with. And, and that's something that I think you got really clear on as well, which is what helped you to make the decision to go here. It's like, okay, there are certain things that I just need to have in my yeah. role and if there are other things that maybe aren't perfect that's okay i'm okay to, I'll, i'll i'll deal with that and like you said i'll learn from it i'll try to change it with your communication skills and um, people skills and just making sure that those non-negotiables are are really in place and to give an example everyone is taking all of their vacation days that should be an, a non-negotiable or not working past five you know that your manager is not telling you uh you need to come to this meeting at uh, 6 p.m no that can be a non-negotiable um, exactly fully remote can be a non-negotiable or i want to be at least two days in the office um and then if you have to be three days in the office and it's a little bit too much for you you know maybe that's what you're okay with <laughs> Yeah, exactly. So for me, that was, uh, I was mom, I had a little child that uh, couldn't be full time in a daycare. So I had to have flexible schedules. That was for me, definitely a no go being in an office uh, nine hours per day. That was just was not possible. So having a remote job was uh, one of the first condition I had. And also this uh, flexible culture that, yeah, it's okay. You want to pick your child now? No problem. People will not uh, be annoyed or be uh, expecting you that your child will be till 6 p.m. In the, in the daycare because this just doesn't exist. Mm -hmm. um, so having this at this state in my life, in my, um, yeah, in my career, Uh, I need these things, which I think uh, in 10 years, they will look completely different because, uh, yeah, this will not be the most important thing for me. And it was definitely not what I wanted five years ago because I didn't care. I was working till 7 or 8 p.m. Um, so every phase in your life will be different, will look different. Uh, your priority will look different. The non-negotiable will be different. So it's important to really understand where you are today, what really works for you, what is uh, definitely something you need, because I know people who need to be in an office every day, otherwise they cannot work. They need this uh, interaction with people. So uh, this is why you really need to understand yourself to work with someone who also can help you identify these. Um, this is what we also worked on. So to know what is important for me, what is really Uh, something I need in my everyday job. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And in a more specific way, then I need uh, good teamwork, 
right? Because that's a little bit difficult to look for in an interview. How do I even ask about if they have good teamwork, right? How do you even do that? So you mentioned that you have learned a lot of things about yourself throughout your pivot. What would you say is the most surprising thing that you've learned along the way? Um, actually, one thing that really surprised me that um, I thought that everyone is the same. Everyone who does this job uh, does it for the same reason or or have the same goal. Um, but I once uh, asked my husband uh, some of these questions about a, a future career or dream job, even though we have uh, pretty much similar jobs. Um, he answered these questions in a very different way. His his way of thinking or wanting this career is very different than mine. And I realized that um, every person is different. And uh, just trying to fit myself in someone else's uh, perspective or dream, this is just not correct. So I need to work on myself, on knowing what are my strengths, what is really uh, special about me, because my life is very different than everyone else. I'm a unique person. So I have my own strengths. I have my own weakness. I have my own uh, great things that I can bring, but I also have things that I will work on. Um, or some areas where I can learn. So this is very important to um, to understand. And I remember once um, I wrote these things on, on paper. I was like journaling for a while and really uh, trying to go deeply in, in understanding myself. And this really helped me to, to gain confidence later because I knew, okay, I'm good in this. I can bring this here to this, to this company. And don't don't look at like uh, these standard uh, things where everyone tells you, yeah, you need to be teamwork, you need this and that. Um, try to find your own your own strengths. Mm, yeah, that's such such good advice, especially you know that it surprised you where you were like, oh, it's actually a very different vision that I have versus what my husband has, maybe what your colleagues have, and that's also why it's such a pitfall to follow all these people on LinkedIn who write articles about how to do XYZ, um, how to make a career pivot, how to know what is the right job for you if those tips are super specific on like, if you like tech, you should go and learn how to code. Maybe that doesn't fit you. We're, we're all so unique that following a cookie cutter kind of strategy. It's just not going to work. It's not going to work at all. And the way that we've worked together is very different from how I've worked together with Sorka in the last episode and Clara in the episode before that, because we're all different humans. And mm -hmm. you realizing that and seeing the strengths in that, I am unique. And that is freaking amazing because I have things that I'm good at and I have things that I can get good at I can learn and there are things I don't want to learn because I don't care about them then exactly that's amazing and you can use that in your in your work I'm so excited to talk about this with you Reem so <laughs> to close off this episode if you had a piece of advice or a piece of wisdom and you've already shared so much and so many tips for for the listener or if you had an insight that you would love to share with other people who are thinking about pivoting their careers, what, what would it be? Um, so definitely work on your own strengths uh, to, to identify them and 
there are definitely strengths for every person because I was in a phase where I was thinking, no, I'm not good in this, I'm not good in that. I've heard so many negative uh, feedback that I was uh, stuck into thinking like, I cannot do this because like every job uh, advertisement needs this and this. And I was like, oh, I don't know this, then I cannot apply for this job. So don't don't see it like this. See that you you can do all the other things and and maybe one thing that you're missing usually or most of the cases is not the problem if you've learned already 10 other things you will learn this 11 things so uh, try to figure out uh, what are your your strengths as a person what you as a person can bring uh, because your unique experience, your life, um, not only what you've done on a technical side or really the the jobs that you've done in a job related things, but other things that you've done, maybe your hobbies might matter or maybe you um, what you do in your free time or what you you have experience in some places or have seen or read about. this is all will be, um, Building your, your personality will be helpful in whatever you bring to, to the next company because, yeah, you as a person, there are a lot of people who can learn to code, uh, but not everyone can communicate, not everyone can bring their ideas, not everyone can collaborate. So, um, and most of the cases, it's really about the person you work with um, because if you can work with people in a really good way, you can build great things together, you can collaborate. Uh, but even if you are super experienced, you know the best knowledge in technology ever and have uh, built amazing things, but you cannot uh, communicate with someone else. Um, most of the time, this is really not so helpful. So um, identifying your strengths, working on, on also soft skills and uh, working on presenting your uh, your skills and I have have got a book from you so I have this great book uh, about how to brag better I think this is most women have this uh, this problem I worked in this also on journaling so there were a lot of questions where I I answered myself to really learn um, how to to bring my ideas how to brag about what I've done um, it's really important I think not everyone has this the same problems that I had uh, but it's really important to know uh, your limiting beliefs, what you you've also helped with. So to know what holds you from doing great things. So um, that was also really, really great. Mm, so many insights, so many insights. Thank you for sharing that. So look at your strengths beyond just your career path. Such a good one. I worked at a, a beach bar for a summer and I always kept that on my resume because if you've ever been to the beach in the summer you know those people work their asses off so I just wanted to let everyone know and <laughs> this was when I was still very much it was to my detriment because I worked way too hard but like I know how to work hard um and it actually was a great addition to my resumes I think that's a really good point to highlight Reem like look beyond your resume and learn how to communicate those strengths, learn how to brag. And we've done a lot of work around that of like, well, it feels arrogant or it doesn't feel um, like me when I, when I brag and, or when I say something good about myself, not even bragging. Um, and fun fact, all my one-on-one -on -one clients get a personalized book at the end of our work together. And for Reem, it was brag better. 
I'll link it in the in the show notes uh, if you want to check that out. Reem, thank you so, so much for sharing so incredibly openly with us today and sharing not only the beautiful things you've learned and how this pivot has impacted you, but also where you were before, because that was um, not necessarily a very comfortable place for you. That was quite heavy and tough and being so open about it helps other people feel like they're not alone and that there are options out there for them to feel more fulfillment in their work, to allow their curiosity and creativity and intellect to be fueled and nurtured by a career instead of feeling like, oh, I have to drag myself to my laptop again. <laughs> All right. And you listening, thank you so much for tuning in with us today. It was really wonderful to have you. I hope you were on a nice walk or maybe you were doing some stuff in the house. Um, I would love, love, love to connect with you on LinkedIn, or if you feel like you could benefit from having career support in making a career pivot, whether that is into entrepreneurship, or you're not quite sure where it's going to go into, check out the links in the description for the pivot plan, my group program in February and my one-on-one -on -one coaching where I do have some openings at the moment. I hope to see you on the next one and I will talk to you all very soon. Bye-bye.